Whoa, whoa, whoa. Another conspiracy theory post on Facebook. Wow, dude. You know what chances are? You should be a bit more keen on getting the vaccine. Now turn that shit off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody listening and with everything going on in the world, talking about the pandemic and COVID-19, we wanted to bring in someone with actual firsthand experience in the hospital. That's right. A frontliner. Enemy lines. Uh Uh-huh. To talk facts and uh, basically talk shit about anyone who doesn't believe this pandemic is real. If you want to. Please (laughs) welcome. If you want to. Please welcome. A registered nurse working at PGH. We're talking Philippine General Hospital, one of the top hospitals in the entire region. And did we mention he's also a uh, genuine zaddy? Legit. Introducing <laughs> Rom Yamad. How you doing, man? Yo. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> Look, man, I, I know you I know you said you didn't want us to hype you up, but with everything going on and you having the experience you do, we felt that it was just right, man. Um not to not to sound sus, but we had to blow smoke up your ass. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> let's get past that point. But good morning, everybody. Or yeah, good day, everybody. <laughs> hey Zach, hey Carlos. Yes. Good morning to all five people uh, listening to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a lot. Yeah, our first five. Yeah. All right. So thank you for joining us today, Ram. Of course, uh, as Zach mentioned a while ago, it's uh, it's a very difficult time, you know, season two of 2020, as we always call it. So given the circumstances, you're working, of course, in the, the belly of the beast. Everything is just happening so quickly and uh, of course we can't really keep track but given how things are how are you how are you handling things right now honestly man things got pretty i think routine mm-hmm. um yeah i mean at first when we were i guess converted as a national covid referral center it was really difficult because we got to face the reality. COVID isn't the only disease out there. True, true. There's still, you know, we still have cancer patients. We still have mm-hmm. patients in the ICU. We have patients for surgery and all that. You have to, like, try to understand that kind of reality. And then comes in COVID. And then we have to, like, cut the resources into two and split the whole hospital into a COVID and a non-COVID area. And that was pretty hard to, oh, to accept. And um, it was really, it was really scary, man, at first, because we had a lot of doctors, nurses, some utility workers, and some nurses uh, aides who actually got COVID itself. And we have some pretty serious reports of these actual frontliners experiencing severe syndrome. I'm talking Jeez. about the signs and symptoms oh, who no. died of COVID. And, and, and so it was a pretty hard I guess thrust at first. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I mean, I, I get to talk about this with my barber in, in like a week and a month. Uh, we talk about COVID. And, and honestly, the situation, uh, I'm going to be real. Um, we could pretty much handle it better now. We sort of got That's great. With, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I, I, want, like, I just want to bring out some good news because every day is like, you see the numbers coming up high and sometimes it, it gets lower. Um, it, it's never been fully like that consistent to, to, to have, you know, your statistics to get lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, like the thing I always say in the end, man, like even if we get like routinely um, used to it, COVID is still like a real stuff, man. It, it, it's still difficult to maintain. Um with the PPE we're wearing, uh, uh-huh. the protective equipment, um, we're still like not becoming complacent about it. We're still very right. strict and when course. it comes to, yeah. to wearing it, and especially when it comes to taking it off, because that's when transmission is highest. 
because we got exposed already and uh, we got to be careful when removing such equipment from, you know, from our bodies. And, and so I guess, yeah, to, to answer that, um, we got used to it. It felt like, you know, how like when you're struck with a challenge and um, you have two perspectives, it's like it either breaks you or makes you. And to be honest, it did both of it to us. It broke us and it made us. And um, yeah, it, um, we're actually grateful that, um, you know, we were given enough resources, not like not a lot, but enough, enough for other people to like continue to shower us with a lot of donations when it comes to PPEs and even food. Like people come like just flooding us with a lot of resources. And, and we're grateful because uh, we, we really felt the support within well with our hospital i guess and, and with some neighboring mm-hmm. hospitals uh, so yeah i'm oh, yeah, sorry that was no that was that was great that was yeah. great it's it's nice to uh, know like from hey. yeah from the source itself that hey at least things aren't as horrible as last year i mean absolutely <laughs> and nice uh, los yeah los, i know i know you got a question mm. um i actually the previous year when let's let's talk about season one of okay. the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. I, I was gonna ask that. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Um, I actually I actually got um asked to be interviewed by this um news media outlet. Can I say the name or media let's rather not. Um and then it's funny because we talked about like the process on how we on how we get through the interventions to fight COVID, the whole like the nursing and the medical process and like what we go through to prepare for it, what we go through after um, the transitions between transferring a patient from a COVID to a non-COVID and, you know, all that, you know, traffic within um, the hospital area. And it's just funny because um, I I got to realize this firsthand that I'm, I'm talking about something you know, news media related and something political, because we we talk so much substance within within the interview. But then turns out, I, I realized that news media outlets would just only feature parts where um, mm-hmm. that's their topic is gonna be. Which turns mm-hmm. out that their topic is about uh, frontliners getting exhausted, getting tired. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it was just like a quick bit in the like it was a quick bit in the segment of the interview. But that was what was only included and it was highlighted in the in the news feature and i was like oh shit damn bro it's like like we talked Media, about so bro. Many, yeah yeah we talked about so many stuff and then you just post one stuff like where we like like the interviewer like she really interested none tell me are you tired did you get exhausted like, i was like because honestly in my perspective I, I know some colleagues who are tired now because weirdly i like i'm this like i'm this worker who like like to jump in into the challenge i'm like not really like uh we're, we're gonna like we're trying to figure out uh, you know better ways to handle this and that but then mm-hmm. it, it's funny because like i think i said in one part yeah yeah it gets tired doing like that that's what gets featured man i'm not trying to like um this like discredit the fact that covid mm-hmm. is is difficult or is not difficult the, the point is i i you, you like I feel like in the industry of, of politics and news, the only feature stuff that really triggers emotions within their audience. Right. So, you uh, know, yeah. Se- sensationalism. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, Rom. That being said, um, would you want to share whatever? Would you want to share yeah. here? Whatever it is that uh, you know that certain that particular yeah, media outlet because guaranteed out. it'll reach people and they'll know. <laughs> it wasn't really very juicy information it was actually your typical like house to like the, the what to do and what not to do and it was the rise of like these social precautions of, of the distancing and wearing okay. a face and the shield okay. but it was um let me think um um an important thing that we could have you know um i guess released at that point would have been uh, I think it was a time that we were pulled out in the emergency area. Um, man, it was really stressful. I'm going to be honest with you. We had codes. And when we speak of codes, 
these are people who have like a flat line. Right, like, their, like, a, like a cold blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cold blue. And uh, we had a lot of that in, in the ER. Like, you know, you know when, when you're stationed in the ER, anything could happen. Like, it, it could be really benign. It could be a benign shift. Like, um, you guys could be free for a while, but sometimes it could just be from, from free to like um, freaking critical, man. And, but at the time of the COVID era for the first season, it was cold like every 30 minutes, every hour, every two hours. Oh my God. It, it was something you could both not predict and predict. Oh, what you geez. could predict is that there's going to be a code any single moment. But what you could not predict is just like at what exact moment. And mm-hmm. so like you're caring for this patient and then just suddenly the patient next to you um, gets a code. And it, it was just, that was a really difficult part. And um, that's what we want to present in the reality. That's what we want to get featured. Because, you know, working in the PJH at that time, where it was at the prime season of the COVID um, era, it, it was so difficult to handle. And we could really see how, how effective turning patients was, like how it would affect their oxygen saturation. Because, yeah, the thing is, you know, COVID really attacks the lungs. You know, it's, it's like it's pneumonal yeah. in, in mm-hmm. nature. And... Um, a lot of patients could have could breathe better when they're actually, you know, lying upside down. And um, I mean, when you turn the patient um, with their face forward to the bed, that makes sense. Okay, and, pr- um, prone, prone, yeah, lying prone, yeah. yeah okay. okay, I could use those terms, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> by all means, by all means. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to think of how how can I explain this in lay. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, man, like, those are the stuff, like, we wanted, but you know what, what, what's great about that is, I actually wrote something about it on, on Facebook, and um, it actually got circulated um, mm. within, within the Philippine, I think, the, the doctor's Viber groups, and it's funny, because I got, because I, I received some messages from, from uh, doctor friends of mine from, from different areas within the Philippines, and they were like, Oh my goodness, Jerome, like what you posted, what you wrote, we actually think you're a doctor. And then um, um, they're actually receiving the news of what's happening in your ER and like the amount of um, the codes you receive and, and all sorts of that. So yeah, that's that's when I kind of realized that you we still have our own medium to, you know, to express and, and to release such vital information, especially when it's when it's something that's medical and health related. Yeah, and that's that's pro- arguably one of the most important things to talk about nowadays because even at this point, there's still a lot of people who, you know, who, who question some things that are already right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's 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 kind of it's it's both confusing and at the same time upsetting because in spite of the fact that there are people you know, dying around us. Some people still uh, refuse to acknowledge that fact. And, uh, um, hey, if you don't mind, Ram, let's let's talk about that, shall we? Legit COVID <laughs> deniers, bro. And you oh don't even God. know who's, you don't even know who's one of them. Like, it, you, you could just find out later on that it's, uh, that it's someone who it's, was a it's friend your, of it's yours. It's your long, long lost Tito, who you thought yeah. was cool. <laughs> And and apparently and apparently he's a COVID denier. And then when you tell them about people dying in the hospitals, all they're gonna say is, and that dude had the flu, and then they just registered it as COVID. But have you met anyone like that, Rum? Like, have you encountered any of these kinds of people who um, probably don't know that you're a healthcare professional, that you're a frontliner, and talk about these things? Have you ever like gotten a chance to talk to these uh, certain individuals? Yeah, but uh, I did, but not physically. Like um, only you know through online uh, uh, through online messaging, and I heard that like somebody said lang naman yan. I I heard that a very exact line. I feel like that's become a catchphrase among like the deniers of, of COVID. Um, I got pissed off. <laughs> I got so pissed off. I mean, I Let it, it out, because, Rom. Because Go they, ahead. They don't, they don't see what we see. Um, okay, this is something we have to accept, okay? Um, let's be real with COVID. COVID, um, 
is actually very individual. And when I talk about it, it's, it's that it's very individual. It's, it's personal in a sense that, you know, the, the severity of the signs and symptoms when you get it differ from a person to another. It could actually, like, what we usually right. expect, it's going to be worse when it comes to senior, um, people of senior age and, and people of minor age. But it's actually, it's actually so versatile that, that sometimes it hits, it's someone with like a person with good immune system, with um, you know, with with an adult age, with a middle-aged adult, and a middle-aged adult, because I personally have friends, and I have this really close friend. Um, he's actually a colleague in in PGH as well, and it's his brother who actually contracted COVID nineteen. He was a younger brother. He's like he, he's in his mid twenties, so around like 24, 25, 26. And he got, he actually were, only works from home. So it, it was difficult for us to actually try to trace where he got exposed and, and where he contracted the disease. But man, um, when, we, when we tested out his, his liver function test, it was all high. And it was weird because he didn't have any comorbidities. And, and when we talk about comorbidities, these are if you have some other diseases as well, like if you have hypertension, if you have high blood, if you have diabetes, if you have some allergies, if you have some problems with your lungs or your heart or your skin or whichever uh, other uh, disease that you actually do have in the present and then your COVID um, did get to contract within you, he was somebody who didn't have anything. He had like a normal um, vital signs. He had um, normal liver, liver function tests before. Jeez. He wasn't even a smoker and he works from home. And can you imagine like that healthy individual who, who doesn't even go out, well, based on their report, who doesn't even go out, he only works from home, and that um, middle-aged adult, it just goes to show that, you know, COVID-19 could attack anyone. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny because COVID-19 attacks in, like, extremes. Like, sometimes it could be as extreme as, as that. Like, someone who's just a healthy individual who does his job, like, it could be us. And it could also be people, like, who are extremely, you know, immunocompromised. But then they might not get COVID. Like people, like I have even relatives who like, we would be driving home and then and like in in the very seldom time that I get to go home and then I get to uh, be in a car with some of my relatives and some of my friends, is, uh, some of my relatives' is friends. And they would be like, oh, and look at that, uh, no, look at that um, um, person just on the streets with their family. Uh, and then look, look at them. They're like immune to the disease. And this is what I'm talking about. And I feel like this is what's making people feel like COVID-19 isn't that serious. You have to understand that COVID-19 has different variants. And, and this is why it's so difficult for us to become complacent. It's like we could get routinely used to, to treating COVID-19. But the, but the difficulty with viruses is that they mutate. That's sort of their living nature. They constantly mutate over time and over their area of incidence. It's like um, you get a mutation. This is why we get mutations in India. We get mutations in Brazil, in, in, in Italy. And um, this is why it's difficult to actually try to manage. And um, this is what a lot of people don't get to see. Because what they see is barely what they see in the streets. And I get that. And this is where we have to like, completely educate people that it, it could it, you know there's that possibility that it could actually it could have already affected these people and even if they were immunocompromised sometimes the variants that actually hit them weren't the strong ones and sometimes genetically based and this is actually true among different trials within the COVID-19 um, vaccination period that some, some people who were actually immunocompromised actually worked better with these spike proteins um, coronaviruses. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah. So, so um, this is what I'm saying that um, it's it's uh, you shouldn't be complacent with what you merely see. And I get it. I, you know what? Um, I'm actually not mad at these people, like these deniers. I feel like the best way to actually try to convince them is to try to understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I get see. it. I feel like they're also just confused as well because this is what they see on the lay street. This is what they get to see in the malls. This is what they get. They see, you know, in their everyday um, casual walking habits. Like people are okay. People are, are, are living the pre-normal period again. 
but we have to understand, yeah, this kind of depth that coronavirus is actually living amongst us. And so, yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I really just try to understand. I, I, I get pissed off, but I do try to understand them as much as I could because I, I, I see where they're coming from and I see where they're upset and I see why we're upset as well. But yeah, yeah the best thing to really uh, convince a person is not to win the argument, but to win the person. That oh wow that right. is that is absolutely true because hey it's a great way of looking at yeah, things yeah because I, I kind of get what you're saying because there are some people like you mentioned the ones who who see these things who aren't completely aware it's just that they don't really see the bigger the bigger picture so they're a bit easier to to, to persuade to talk to uh, their minds aren't really closed yet it's just that uh, it it needs more information. They're 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 looking for that information. Of course, there are others who are are just already dead set on their beliefs, and uh, we can't change yeah. that. And anti-maskers and, and all that. It's it's just a good thing that those people they're mostly abroad, so they can go. You know, <laughs> they can go be careless elsewhere. Still, it's a I, I guess thing. the thing. Is, yeah. I guess the difference being though is that in countries that have a lot of people like that. Uh, you know, more so in, in the Western Hemisphere, you know, they have higher vaccination rates and all that. So I kind of also see um, why a lot of them would think a particular way, but it's it's a very different case here. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I mean, we're going to talk about vaccination equity and the whole access to healthcare here in the Philippines. It, mm-hmm. No, there's a big comparison to that. Yeah. But just really goes to show that we have to be extra careful here, you know, living in a developing country. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people don't have HMOs, right? So that's, that's also. Uh, I don't have. Oh, I I work in the, like I work in a government hospital. I don't even have one. You guys have one? Well, I had to pay for mine. <laughs> so I mean, I I, I personally don't. I used to, but I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's that, that's uh, that's kind of a um, you know that's kind of an indicator of uh, where we are. But it's a good thing you exactly. mentioned. Yeah, it's good you mentioned vaccines. I know um, when we talked about this before that we don't really want to go too far because all three of us here collectively uh, we don't really know that much about the vaccines. However, yeah, we're we're not virologists yeah. or yeah. You know, however, people like that. Um, we feel that you've been around, um, of course, this topic. Is that right around this topic, or you've been involved in this topic a bit more uh, than we have, Rom? So, uh, how do you feel about you know vaccines in general? Just your you know just your opinion, your feeling, of course, based on your experience and your knowledge. Uh, we just want to want to get your take on this, if you don't mind. I love vaccines. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> I love vaccines. It's like, um, it, bro. It's like we always say, like prevention is better than cure. Right. That was something that was always in our head, uh, even like before, when decades before, years before, centuries before. Um, like it's it's um it's better to not manage something than to like manage something. Well, the point is like if you prevented the like the disease in the first place, like we wouldn't have rid polio in the Philippines without vaccines. And yeah, and so yeah, in general, man, like vaccines are science. Yeah, I. So that, that's, I mean, I, I feel like there's nothing further to say about. It. I I don't get where these people are coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, and conspiracies are they talking about? They're like mutations and stuff. Oh my goodness! Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, Too much science fiction, I guess. Yeah. Look, there are people out there who who don't go for their. Uh, second dose anymore and and most of most of the vaccines really? that are available yeah yeah there's like a, a lot of people right now who God. don't go back for their second dose that's and, messed up <laughs> you know i i don't know why uh but rom if if you have anything to say about that you know how would you go about telling them or how would you go about either saying what's 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 better because as you've mentioned Prevention is better than a cure. Can you can we say curse words here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By all yeah, means, I, I'm not I'm not gonna bleep that. <laughs> I, I ain't got time. Bro, that's totally, I mean, that's just totally bold. I mean, oh god, it just pisses me off. Why? Why would you say? Rum is so nice. He didn't even say the whole word. 
<laughs> we appreciate that, though. <laughs> I mean, nah, we, should, we get patients, man. Like, we have to sometimes, I, I think we got used to controlling ourselves when handling patients, and especially patients' relatives. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, man, like, oh, man, bro, um, why, we, why would you get a vaccine? Like, a first dose without getting the second. It's, it's like getting... It's like getting yourself braces, but not getting it adjusted. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's just, it's, you're not getting the full effect of the vaccine. If you want that, get, like, get a vaccine that doesn't have a second dose. Yeah, there are, um, right? There are vaccines that, are, that have one dose, yeah. If that's what you want, if that's what you prefer, this is why vaccines shouldn't be um you know compulsory it should always be a choice i mean it's it's your body yeah so so that's what you have to be educated enough and to be aware enough what are your options and i feel like we just have to work hand in hand with the government and yeah i get people like, your frustration um if you're working in the private sector like what vaccine do you get oh but man dude oh i don't get it Honestly, I'm I'm this kind of person who, who would always try to find a reason why people do some stuff, like good stuff and bad stuff. Like I try to find a reason why why people are doing like these unreasonable things, and and, and really I, I try to squeeze my brain out uh, to just to find a just to find a logical valid reason where this person is coming from, but not taking a second dose. I feel like this is. I don't know, man. I feel like that's just negligence and, and just blame their responsibility. Yeah. I mean, can you think of a reason why they wouldn't? Well, l- like you said, Rom, it's it's bull. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, the local it's, government it's weird. Is, like, it's like given out its efforts like to, to, to devolve, you know, the responsibility of making vaccines accessible to a lot of people. Like they put it in different barangay halls, into different public schools, and even to like private hotels and malls. So I don't, I don't get the reason. Ah, uh, what was the reason? <laughs> Honestly, the yeah, we we don't really. <laughs> yes, I, I like that. I like that Cardi B meme reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just it's just really strange. Uh, and you're right. Uh, we really can't. Um, we really can't tell what uh, people are thinking. And um, honestly, I guess uh, the truth will always just be out there. All right. So, um, Rom, first and foremost, we really appreciate all this information you've been dishing out. Uh, you know, Carlos uh, mentioned <laughs> you've been spitting straight facts, man. It's uh, it's fire and we love it. <laughs> and it's really been educational and a whole lot of people should hear about it. But then again, we know that's not the only thing you've been up to. Uh, of course, you know, there's a life outside of the outside of the hospital, just like any other regular person outside of work. So we also want to give you the spotlight there. You know, you're you're welcome to, to talk about anything you're working on right now, your passion projects or anything else you're doing outside of work. You know, we can even talk about your TikToks yeah. if you like. How'd you get so jacked, Rom? How'd you get so jacked, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Woohoo! <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't say that. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. Um, honestly, at the time of the like months before, or I think it was a year ago, I, I started selling food in the hospital just because nice. um, because of the isolation mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. had to experience as you know as medical workers um who are actually deployed in the covid areas because i was one of them um we get a 14 day isolation after like a 7 day shift uh, like a 7 yeah 7 day shift um and i was really and i got like i got time in my hands and so i got into cooking and that's actually when I when I like tried to like convert that into something else, which became like a food selling business, and I called it the Kitchen Rum or TKR. Nice, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. But I uh, actually put it in boss at the moment because like I just I just want to keep things real, and um, 
it's, yeah, I, I get it. I get like I get this whole point. I feel like this is what what everybody is trying to do right now. Everybody's just trying to keep themselves sane. I think, and I know you guys for sure are. And um, oh, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, um, honestly, what I'm doing right now is um, I've been doing stuff that I was I I put myself in this kind of like um catchphrase, I guess. Um, I I I'm trying to do stuff that I used to fear doing. Which is just like I, I okay. Let's get this. Might get a little personal, and if if that's right, um, um, it's fine, man. It's we, fine. we 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 love we love personal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just I just think it's a huge transition from what we just previously mentioned. But about yeah, but thanks for the spotlight. So um, I, I just really don't like talking a lot about myself, but uh, okay. <laughs> um, just recently. I, I wanted to do stuff that I used to fear doing. Like, um, man, ever since I was a kid, I felt like I was always, okay, I'm going to be totally honest and vulnerable here. <laughs> I felt like I was really insecure uh, mm, with lots okay. of stuff. Really? So, yeah, man, for sure. Um, and, and, and that's why I feel like um, at this point, at this age, um, and growing older, I feel like, yeah, growing up really humbles you so much. You get to realize a lot of red flags um, within yourself, and uh, you oh know, yes, oh. like within yourself. So and, true. And and, and, and um, just recently, I feel like um, I'm slowly coming to terms with my insecurities. Hence, like um, before, I'm gonna be really honest with you, man. I feel like sometimes before because. Uh, as a student before, I was always like, I always loved being on stage, performing, uh, dancing, singing, uh, you know, declamation, whatever, all like all the things you can do on stage. Like I felt like deep down, I felt like I was just, you know, putting it all out there just to hide something within, which is like um, my insecurities. And I felt like I always wanted to be like, and then, but you know what I realized? I felt like I wanted to be liked by everybody that it turned out mm. I was loved by. Mm. Like the point, the point where you feel like um, it's not as genuine as, as you thought, like these connections, these relationships you make, whether it's yeah. for friends, families, and all your, all your circles, even your relationships with your career. Like right now, I, I feel like, you know, when I feel like cooking, I'm going to cook. Cause, cause, uh, and then when I feel like, you know, creating content on, on TikTok, uh, I feel like doing it. I feel like because before I was, was really afraid of doing so many things that are in my head because I, I I've always been afraid of like what people are gonna say like oh my god that's not cool like oh my goodness that doesn't like fit you or suit you and then right now I I I, I genuinely just do stuff that I feel like is myself like I am most myself when I do this like when I cook when I get into fitness um you know when I dance and when I do some silly random stuff. I feel like uh, when I do these things, all the creative juices like that's in my head feels more organic. And I don't know, I just like being so real right now and, and just overcoming that fear. And then just if I feel like I fear something, I feel like I should do it even more. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Just I feel nice. like I'm living a YOLO life and just experiencing nice. life as it is to, to experience what it is to be fully alive. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that it does make sense, right? Like, uh, if you fear the fire because you're going to get burned, I mean, expose yourself even more to become tempered by the flame. That's what Ram's doing. Yeah. And I think that's cool because speaking of fire, it's like a, it's like his body was molded by, uh, by bronze. <laughs> it's, it's very nice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. And that, that's all I'm going to say. And I'm sure Zach agrees <laughs> with that. That I do, yes. Well, 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 we're all sculptors of, of ourselves. So, that's, like, you have that's to true. The of building yourself. That's true. I mean, uh, yeah, my body, uh, my, my body is a temple, meaning it's uh, old and in ruin. That's uh, that's how I describe it. <laughs> Damn, bro. But, but, but you know, honestly, uh, j- just um, regarding what you said, Ron, that's that's awesome because I think a lot of people yeah. are still hesitant to to do these things because like you said that feeling is very relatable you know like going on tiktok or doing these certain things performing 
A lot of people. A lot. Of, a lot. A lot of people. A lot of people are. They're sorry. They're they're worried about judgment, right? They're worried to be yeah. critiqued by other people. But you know, as as you get older, you realize it's just a. It's just one or two people's like, opinions. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. Most people either won't care or will support you. So I think that's better, right? I mean, I'd rather people yeah. don't really care what I do. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, you know what the real thing is that I kind of realized as well? Is that a lot of people are suffering the same thing as well. I mean, a lot of people are thinking the same thing as well. That other Truth. people are thinking other people are thinking about this about them. But in reality, we're all actually just free. It's just us. It's our, our perception of people. I mean, yeah, people could have judged us, but it was for a quick moment. They don't really care because what they actually care about is what other people think about them. And everybody's experiencing the same shit, man. So, like, yeah. just do you. Exactly. I mean, we can't be preoccupied with what other people think because, like you said, like five seconds later, we're back to thinking about ourselves anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, unless... We're, we're all, yeah. all the narcissistic Ass yeah. That's true. That's true. But you know, honestly, it's 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 really great that you, you mentioned that, and it's good that you're you know you're telling us that you're telling the people listening that because it's also something to to really think about, especially during these times where, of course, uh, yeah, thank you for the good news. At least that's that's something new uh, as we enter the second half 2021 but still we can't deny that uh, a lot of um, a lot of despair and dread is happening so it's great that you mentioned something that could more or less help people see the the positive uh, things in in life honestly yeah man and yeah and you guys don't have to focus on the positive just like live life as it is i mean possibly like the happy moments are aren't gonna last and so are the sad ones so like life goes on enjoy it all Enjoy it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except for back pain, that lasts a long time, you know. Oh yeah, just uh, yeah, it's uh, bodily pains, man. Never something fun. Yeah, I mean uh, the 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 soothing soothing balm only lasts uh, a night. So yeah, I'm just like, but like before, I would complain about it, but like right now, I'm just like, it is what it is. Well, to be fair, I mean, it is what it is. To be fair, that is that is true. Okay, um. This is just uh, out of genuine curiosity, yeah, personal curiosity. But I really, I really enjoy the the production value of your TikToks, dude. I mean, they uh, it's like, do, do you plan these things out? I mean, because you, you sometimes you also get your colleagues in on the fun, and I think that's uh, that's pretty awesome because they seem game for it too. So could you uh, uh, just tell us a little bit about it? It would seem so in the video, but it's more, it's mostly, to be honest, it's mostly forced <laughs> amongst my colleagues. Um, they're, oh. they're pretty serious people they're, uh, uh, until, they're, until they're drunk, I guess. Oh. So like, <laughs> uh, well, uh, okay. Um, well, for these, for such content, uh, all right, let's talk about my TikTok. Um, for these content, sometimes I do. Um, to be honest, I'm this kind of guy who like has a lot of ideas. Like I, I really let my imaginations run wild, and to the point that that I have to write down my thoughts because I would forget them. And and most of my thoughts are like feels serendipitous, you know, like it just feels at the moment mm. and it, it, it's so random. So like oh, like I thought oh this would be a cool thing to do, um, and then I write it down. Like so this is why I always carry a notebook and a pen or if I don't have it, I, I would type it down in my phone and send it to my messenger, like to my, to my account. Oh my God, <laughs> That's do the I same do. thing. <laughs> <laughs> the same That's stuff. I do. Yeah. And I would just go back to it. And um, it, it's like, if time permits, I would do it. And, and if, um, and so, so sometimes it, it's just really out of the moment. Like, oh, this is a cool thing to do. I'll do it right now. But you know, you, you get like, it, it's hard as to be honest, it's hard with like being a nurse and, and doing some other stuff because I know we only work eight hour shifts, but we get extended, man. Sometimes to, to 12, 14 to 16 hour double shifts. That's then, so uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, when we get home, even with just an eight hour shift, it, it, it's really so draining. We're so drained out and exhausted. But I always tell my friends at work, like, 
dude, I, I, I don't want to get like that drained feeling. Like being a nurse, I don't want like I don't want it to end after the shift. I feel like I want to do more stuff even when I get home because because I want to have a life, but like beyond the hospital. And so I feel like I just got you deserve it, bro. You do. Yeah, thanks, man. So like I I, I got used to it. like even if I was drained, like I would try to do something. And so like these this this TikTok thing, it's it's really something out of like just you know it it isn't anymore about the likes. It, it's just really about me having fun and like oh this is a cool thing, this is a cute thing to do. Like we could do this crazy random video. So yeah, I'm just really having fun right now. Nice. I mean. Uh, I mean, I think Zach and I in the past have talked about the whole concept of wanting the likes, chasing the clout, and and yeah, we're, right. we're talking yeah. yeah we're we're talking about people who we believe well honestly don't really deserve it. But hey, come on, <laughs> when well okay since this is purely audio, but you know your your photo is gonna be on the uh, on the on the art uh, card of the, of the podcast anyway, J- just to describe Rom, ladies and gentlemen. In case you haven't seen him yet, in case you haven't clicked on the link, which I will provide in uh, the description of his social media, Rom is a very good-looking guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Aside from the charisma and the talent, you know, yes, uh, yes, Zach. I know I'm. Uh, I'm basically blowing smoke up Rom's ass. So, uh, feel free to stop I, me. I I will <laughs> I will second that motion. <laughs> And yeah. and I will I will bl- I will I, you'll, you'll I was gonna down. say I was I'll blow myself, down on it. It sounds yeah. so wrong. It sounds so wrong. You know what? Yeah. Not to sound sus, but we will blow yeah. smoke up any. Yeah, yeah. and and where it belongs. <laughs> and and we've known Ron for a while now. Uh, yeah, for for quite some time. We're we're, and, we're a little comfortable like that. Yeah, and we've um <laughs> and we know that that you dude are you're just all doing things because you want to do them. Uh, and especially now that you've validated that, you know that I, that um, notion we've had, is simply you know not because not not for validation or not for the likes, but simply because hey, it's fun, and yeah, you even 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 the the the, the gym photos, which are very very tasteful, very nicely saucy, shot, very saucy. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> Hey, 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 I mean to hey, make you feel uncomfortable, not, dude. No. Not being sus. Not being not, sus. Not being sus. Know, it, because I, we don't because we, we don't want we don't want you to stop, okay? <laughs> we we appreciate none. We just we're just giving credit where, yeah. where credit is due. Yeah, but in in all seriousness, yeah, this is something that people can take away uh, from this conversation. That it's it's not really all about thinking how you're going to be judged by people because as Ron mentioned a while ago hey all of us are thinking about ourselves for most of the time so it doesn't really matter and hey another thing to take note of try things that scare you I mean I never thought about that in a long time and it's nice to to have that idea every once in a while you know so that's great I actually want to add something like um I used to, I used to like depend a lot of like my joy and happiness with, with the people that surround me. Like I would always invite friends to do some some stuff. Like like even even TikTok videos. Um, like let's get back to that. Like, uh, you know, like I try to do things that scare me, but now I'm doing this new thing where like I stop waiting for people to join in if they couldn't, and I would just start doing it by myself. Like imagine like trying to um like you know going to a place like you wanted to go, but you you didn't go because your friend wasn't wasn't you know wasn't free or available or your family wasn't so like um yeah just stop waiting for for people to be available and just do it yourself. I don't know. It just feels all kind of freeing. I can relate to that. You know, in term in terms of how you how you mentioned it. Yes, I can relate and. That does also sound like my sex life. I stop waiting for people to be available, oh. and I just do it myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, but kidding aside, though, kidding aside, I hey, not. I mean, this. I mean, well, but okay. <laughs> you got that. Uh, instead of the gok gok nine thousand, he get him that uh, Jurgens jerk. Yeah, but you know, kid, kidding aside, though. That that's that's it's nice to know that because it also shows progress because 
uh, it started off, you know, with, of course, like you mentioned a while ago, waiting for people to get involved. And then as because I noticed as of late, you've been doing your TikToks by yourself. And mm-hmm. every now and then you, you have uh, friends with you. But yeah, the, the, the frequency, it's it's nice. It's it's also part, I guess, of the whole doing things that you know you're reluctant to do or you're kind of uh, hesitating. I guess, I guess way, like if, if you try to look at it on in, like in hindsight, maybe I was also afraid of doing stuff alone before, like being you know that that idea of like just being alone or just being rejected by even your friends. I mean, um, the point of this, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. Um, I don't have any hate on like on my friends or colleagues. Like I, I, I fucking love them, man. I'm just, I just, you know, learned that you know you don't have to force shit. You don't have to like chase these people to like uh, do, and then you don't have to wait for for things to happen before you start doing things. I mean, yeah, it's like you just choose what you want to do in life. You, you, dude, I realized this just, I mean, so recently that you are really free to do whatever you want, and you're free to become whoever you want to be. True. And I think that idea is really drilled into our minds lately because 2020 and 2020 season two have made us realize how time is both really, really fleeting, really fast. And at the same time, it's really, really slow too. So <laughs> either way, time passes really quickly. So, hey, I mean, it's great that we have this uh, certain notion. So my goodness. But it, uh, but given that fact, Ram, is there anything else that you have planned or any other passion projects that you, you might be working on? I know you're, you've been busy and um, the grind is very, very punishing sometimes. But what other things do you, do you might have planned for, I don't know, let's say last quarter of 2021 or for next year? Do you have, uh, have you been um, planning ahead <laughs> that far? <laughs> um, this may sound a little weird. Um I'm actually like, um, I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of on the side with 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 my investments. So, uh, I'm really am right now thinking about how I could, you know, try to earn some more income on the side because you know I've been investing into into some real estate and yeah, this is why I've been nice. thinking like how could some some extra money. And um, actually, now that you mentioned that, and it, it might be pretty weird to say it here, but um, this is just an idea. Yet. This is actually like, this isn't the concrete plan, but <laughs> um, my friends and uh, I thought about maybe what if I try to start the podcast myself or youtube myself so yeah that. Dude, by, by all dude, means do it man. why not by all means. man why not if zach and i can do it <laughs> dude, and it's it's the it's the easiest time to do that now and we highly suggest yeah, you, it yeah you guys are like my, my 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 idols ever since man. oh my goodness so- what yeah, I I, 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 I need to just, I need to do a double take. I, yeah, on I mean, that we'd understand like, we'd understand if it were like our batchmates who you'd idolize, but me and Zach, we we were like, we were, <laughs> we, were look, the, when, we were the when we outliers. Were back, <laughs> we were the outliers. Yeah, when we were back in that student DJ program, all three of us, bro. I, I don't know, man. I, I didn't feel like I belonged, honestly. So I, I find that I approve. While I appreciate that, no, yeah, you we, know, nevertheless, we appreciate that. Thank we, you. Yeah. I'm just surprised. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, this is what I was talking about. Like, you know, like we think so low of ourselves, and turns out, yeah, everybody's just thinking the same thing. True, true, true. Right. That's right. That's I, right. I, I guess I'm still, you know, I'm at that point where, um, I don't have that, uh, like super low self confidence, but it's more like. I, I approach everything with basically a chip on my shoulder and, and Carlos knows exactly how toxic that can be at times, <laughs> especially when it comes to, to like business of, and of, stuff, man. Of course, sexual chocolate. Of course. I mean, that's a different, that's a different side of me, Carlos, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. But, but okay. Before we go off the rails, Ram. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I think we, we took a turn a little bit there, but that's fine. Uh, it's it's okay. all, it's all blowing smoke up each other, man. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. just, I don't know how else to put it. Okay. So, it's, it's nice to know that you have plans. And hey, uh, to those uh, 
those listening right now, to those who, who follow you and will eventually stumble upon this, they'll also be aware of your plans. So since it's on social media, well, that means you got to do it, Ram. I'm sorry. That's, I don't write the rules. <laughs> That's how it is. But still, you know, thank you so much for, for joining me and Zach here and talking about what's been happening, your experiences. We really appreciate it. We appreciate your transparency, you just letting things all out because we understand the frustration. And it, it was nice. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a while since all of us talked. So this is, this is really something we truly enjoyed. I learned so, a lot, man. Yeah. So um, before we wrap things up, like, w- go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you because I'm sure n- since we've mentioned the the saucy photos, they'll want to find Zaddy you. Yeah, at so, Zaddy Romyamad so, on, so, on, on so, socials uh, and TikTok. Go ahead and, and- uh, plug, <laughs> plug thy social media accounts if you may, Ron. Um, if you're looking for more spicy photos, nah, oh. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I post random content on my Facebook and on my Instagram. Um, on Facebook, it's Jerome Yamas, and on Instagram, it's at DJ Rom Yamas. I still haven't changed that. That was like that was like our years before, so yeah. No, man, you, you no, man, you deserve it. Yeah, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. And and the TikTok, where can they find it? Oh, yeah, that? the TikTok, yeah, the TikTok. <laughs> most importantly. <laughs> Yeah, man, really, I, I'm I'm really not conscious about like those the likes in the TikTok anymore. Um, but you know what? I did actually gain some following in on TikTok. That was, that was pretty weird. Um, my TikTok is I think it's at Jerome Yamas as well. So it's yep. the same as my Facebook um, um handle. It's just at Jerome Yamas. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you heard it here. Okay, Rom Rom has been on the grind and he's helping people out both in the medical field and at the same time, of course, online by making all of y'all happy with his saucy photos and very tasteful TikToks. And it has been a pleasure, Ram. Thank you so much for joining us. Zach and I, man, we, we learned so much today. And we genuinely hope that other people out there, those listening, end up sharing it as well. So more people can learn about whatever's going on in the world right now, especially with this pandemic. Yeah, man. I mean, I hope you guys can like, see, like, I'm just super nodding to everything, we're, to everything that we're saying. And yeah, I guess I just wanted to thank all of you to, to, to the listeners of uh, Chances Are. Um, thank you guys every, uh, and, and to both of you, man. Thanks, thanks for, for guesting me on your show. And that, you know, and, and I, I love how like we, we went through from, from what I do for work to like what I do outside work. It just goes to show that, you know, that there, there are things that's happening beyond, beyond our work, beyond the front line and, and that we're still human. And thanks for showing that side as well. And yeah. So thank you. Thank you guys so no much. No problem. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, everybody, just take necessary precautions, social distancing, wear your masks, and hey, <laughs> take your vitamins, stay healthy, and most of all, most of all, don't be afraid to do something that you're afraid of. And we will catch you again in the next episode. Bye.